Kong Skull Island is the second entry into Legendary Pictures Monsterverse. But is this a grape movie or are they monkeying around? I'm Mike. And I, I am Darren. And this is Pop Score. Welcome to Popscorn, the Final Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Kong Skull Island, a movie with a massive, massive budget. And also a monkey. I'm still Mike. My chest hurts. It would do after what you've just done. He just can't do that. I mean, he's a giant monkey. I'm assuming that he has, you know, better suited physique. I, I, I yeah, you're right. You are um, quite, quite the skinny man. Thank you. I'll take that. I mean, it wasn't a compliment, but okay. Oh. Are you still um, Darren? I am still down, so yes. Um, yeah. And the because everything needs to be a verse name. Yeah. The Marvel Universe, the DC Universe, and every game, the Monsterverse. But I'm okay with this. Yeah. Having not more monsters in my world is, is an okay thing. Yeah. Trying to convince me there's a G.I. Joe and Transformers universe. No. No. Or, a, or a, the uh, the Hammer Monster Movie universe. No. Oh, you mean the one that they tried to start with, was it I, Frank? Well, they tried to start it twice, because they tried to start it with that Dracula and Toll. They went, no, 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 that's not involved. No, forget about that. Then it was going to be Frankenstein. They went, nope, nope, nope. That's, it's, as long as you're unsuccessful, you get booted in. <laughs> God, imagine that in the DC universe. We still have no universe. <laughs> nope. Ignore that. Didn't happen. They, what, they're not going to get past phase one, really. Well, they've got the mummy coming with, uh, with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Is that, oh, that, is that, that the new start? Yeah, they've oh, had to. Had to sake. Why would you start things with the mummy? Oh. Ah, yeah, yeah. But yes, back on track. Monsters. Yes. Plentiful of them. Big ass kaiju's. Oh, why are you gonna say kaiju's? Because that's what it is. I know, but Kong isn't a kaiju. Oh, he is. He's a big old monkey. He fits the criteria. He fits the bill. He's gonna be fighting kaiju's, and that's all I care about. We'll get to that later. I know, right? <laughs> um, but yeah. Kong Skull Island, or as I call it before we start recording, Kong Skull... Yeah. Dong Skull Fucker. <laughs> King Dong Skull Fucker. Like, <laughs> hell of a name. Strong name. King uh, Dong Skull Fucker's the best porn name ever. You'd watch that. you watch the hell out of that. <laughs> and in fact, King Kong just fucks you up. Yeah. Constantly in this movie. Yeah, in beautiful, glorious, not shaky cam bullshit. Oh. HD beautiful colour palette Ma- Darren I really like this movie why do I really like this movie I don't know why you really like this movie Mike. I do like this movie but um, yeah it's a return to form for Kong after we had the Peter Jackson experiment which wasn't a bad movie <laughs> so make a good band the Peter Jackson, Jackson experiment <laughs> be like prog rock but with just like monkey oh, no, no, if anything Peter Jackson would be perfect for prog rock they're both overly long oh yeah good oh, point. okay we get it now we get- <laughs> We can end this now. Okay, no. Um, Coming soon. Rushes twenty one twelve, directed <laughs> by Peter Jackson. Like that King Kong. It wasn't bad, but it was almost too faithful a retelling. Yeah, like I get it tried you. to be all things to all men. It tried to be both a faithful retelling of Kong and then adding in new like shaky cam business and the running and the Jack it, Blacks. It and did stuff. have my my now second favorite thing that Kong has ever done though. 
Which was? Well, in Peter Jackson's Kong, he um, got the lizard by the jaws yeah. and snapped the motherfucker. It was a T-Rex. It wasn't just was a, a lizard. lizard. Oh, yeah, I suppose yeah, so. Yeah, he snapped that thing in half. But it's now, unfortunately, my second favourite thing that Kong has ever done. More on that later. Oh, okay, yes. Um, well, I mean, the basic strokes are there of the first half of any King Kong movie you've ever seen. They go to an island and Kong is there. Yep. But thankfully, there's, there's a fair deviation from the plot now. This is very much Kong Origins. Uh, again, a movie I didn't think we needed, but yeah. apparently we did. Um, and yeah, I, I know you've already put your cards on the table here, Michael, but did you really like this or really, really like this? Just really like this. Okay. I really like it, and I like that it's decided to be decidedly different, not only from previous um, King Kong movies, but also from the Godzilla movie. Yeah, The movie that it God. shares a... A, a, a universe with. A verse with, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like that King Kong movie. No, the Godzilla movie. The, so, yes, the Godzilla movie. I've been on record. We all know which Godzilla movie Darren prefers, but we'll get to that another time, maybe, <sighs> hopefully. Um, please let me do a review of that movie. Just just on my own. You don't even need to beat there, Michael. I'll just talk for four hours about how great... The, the Godzilla 98 debate and the Kick-Ass 2 debate will be coming soon. Oh, we need to have these. So good. Oh, what was the other discussion we were going to have? The one that we really disagreed on? I can't remember. It was another big one, but I can't remember what it is. I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, the, that that Godzilla movie wasn't a great start for this. Un- but this feels like... This is a step in the right direction. This is the, ki- the type of monster movie that I always thought Godzilla should have been. Yeah, totally. Because much in the same way that Godzilla 98 did this, you're not treated to King Kong from afar or parts of King Kong, or King Kong for like the last five minutes when he actually turns up to do the thing that he should have been doing the whole time. No, King Kong is fairly prominent in this movie. Which is good. Which is good, considering, and, and again, because they're not cheaping out by just showing like his leg, he's usually full-bodied. You know the first mean? time he seems full-body. Like, yeah. you know in the trailer where it's like, is that a monkey? And the thing goes through the the windscreen of the helicopter. Yeah, the tree, Michael. The tree, yeah. That's not the first time you see... Like, you see him full body before he even throws anything. Yeah. He's just like, mate. <laughs> just standing there, just hench as shit. Just Characterising King Kong as a, like, Cockney doorman is yeah. the best thing we could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> mate, Cockney. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's the plot of the movie. <laughs> Mate, no. We don't really know your type. Kong, if your name's not down, you're not coming in. <laughs> Yes, boy, that's Sorry, 10 out of 10. We'll just end it here. That's fine. It's a tidy linger. It's a 10. Oh, good God. Right. um, Let's try and get back on track. Um, So, King Kong himself is the main character, thankfully. That was always the problem with Godzilla. He's very much secondary to whatever Aaron Taylor Johnson is. Yeah, because everyone cares about boring army man number one. Right. Now, there are are army types in this movie because they're the only people that ever seem to get to go and play with the monsters. Yeah. But you're not you're not cheaped out on any amount of King Kong that you wanted to see. There's several fight scenes with him of varying scales. They're not always these big epic clashes. Um, in fact, one of my favourite ones is one that just kind of turns up out the blue and just shows you how badass King Kong is. They establish him as the the king of the island and really go to great lengths to push that home. So that even though there's no, you know, he doesn't talk, obviously, there's no great pathos from him. You understand his character perfectly, and I think that's the the biggest positive I can give for for this movie. On top of the CGI being fantastic for the most part, yeah, that monkey looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> he did really they look good. 
all of the creatures, great creature design as well. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Movie. Even the ones you only spend like five minutes with was really, really good. Um, and I can't praise the CGI enough. Like some, like when it gets near the end and there's an all CGI fight at the end, it's going to lose you because all CGI fights do. But thankfully, the emphasis is where it needs to be. There is no, there's almost no secondary plot going on when that final battle is happening. Because in Godzilla, it was where, where's Aaron Taylor Johnson going? He has a separate objective to what Godzilla has. Mm-hmm. Whereas King Kong and the rest of the cast are kind of on the same page near the end. And I really, really like that. So yeah, you yeah, get, that was cool. You get King Kong is King Kong with almost no real... They make allusions to that all the way through the movie, but they don't ever really push the point home through, um, through dialogue. They put it through um, using uh, visuals. And, um, and that being said, though, I imagine... I- it's probably also dead. I imagine there was a decent amount of motion capture going on for yeah. um, Kong's performance, and it's it's not Planet of the Apes level excellent, as in like you can actually read it as dialogue, because you could you could read um, like War for Planet and Dawn of Planet as as dialogue through motion, but like you say, Kong is actually characterized here. He's not just a monster, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, it's something that they didn't do as well. They did to some extent, but definitely not as well in two thousand fourteen Godzilla, and just something I don't think they've done really properly in any King Kong movie, in like the original Harryhausen thing. He's just a monkey. He just he's just twatting things and stealing girls. Yep. That's what he does. King Kong is here. He's he's here to steal your girl. Yeah, he um <laughs> he does though. That's what he does in the Harryhausen movie. He just tra- like there's no emotional connection. He just straight up steals the woman. It's oh, I mean, weird. Yeah. Um, Yes, it was a motion capture by um, by a guy called Terry um, Notary, who has been in the Apes movies. Oh, he had. Oh, um, okay. Yes, he was. Um, he was Rocket from the Rise of the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, sweet. Uh, and he's also going to be. Um, he's also going to be in Infinity War as an unspecified role. Hmm. What's this and, guy's name again? Sorry. Uh, Terry Notary. Terry Notary. He's a very notable guy. Oh, wait, hang on. He was in The Hobbit and Warcraft as well. But we won't hold that against him. Um, <laughs> it's all right. We, we've come you've got, you've got to make your paychecks. It's oh, cool. Okay. And Tintin. Jesus. Um, sorry, we got distracted there. I really like the, the way that that he stands upright. Now, that seems like a weird like way to categorise it, but that makes it more... I won't say, but it was the problem with Peter Jackson was he was clearly just a big silverback gorilla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was none of this real like he's not the king of this island. He's not some mythical creature. He's not seen as a god by the natives. He's just an oversized gorilla. There, there's nothing more going on there. Whereas because he stands upright, because he's more human-like in that respect, that differentiates him. That gives him more character. There's a lot of really small touches, which for a big monster movie maybe you wouldn't expect. Really nice little small things all the way through. By the way, cinematography in this, really, really, really good. It's like, it, it's so impressive. It's like Apocalypse Now with monkeys. It looks <laughs> genuinely brilliant. Greatest plug of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it really is like like the shots of of King Kong whenever he shows up. Yeah. Especially the opening one. It's on the poster. Oh, yeah. He the, stands up against the sunset. That shot mm. is the tits. Oh, it's so good. Oh, right. I'm I'm a big fan of the um the, the shot like shortly after he's he's twatted all the airplanes the airplanes all the um the helicopters yeah and it's Sam Jackson staring at him as he's just sort of like is is he like rears back and then just walks off I'm like 
<laughs> he's so like, badass. Like they, they had some really, really good cinematography going down on this movie. Um, who was the director? That's the thing we should probably look I need at. To double check that because I, 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 it's not somebody we would have heard of. Because who was who because... directed Godzilla? That was Garth Edwards. Was that no. was Garth Edwards who went on to do um, Rogue One. Yeah. Um, this was directed by Jordan Bort Vogt Roberts. Jordan Jordan Vogt. Let's have a look at how it's spelled. V O R G. No, V O G T Roberts. Vote probably. Jordan Vogt. Vogt what, what else? Is he? Ooh, wow! He's got a hell of a beard. Wow, that is an impressive beard, Mr. Vogt Roberts. Oh, well done, sir. Jesus um, wept. What else? Well, he must have directed something to get off of this. Yeah, um, you can't. You don't just get the Kong bill. Oh from... wait, no, he really hasn't. Um, <laughs> the Kings of Summer. Okay. The Nick Offer Nick Offerman um, stand-up documentary. <laughs> And then King Kong. He's also doing... He's <laughs> quite a up there. <laughs> Nothing. American ham. King Kong. <laughs> and then he's doing, he's doing Metal Gear Solid. What? Right. What? What? As in... As That's in Metal the Solid. game Metal Gear Solid. The game Metal Gear Solid. He's a family. Wow. Oh, what? Yeah. Holy hell. We're learning new things all the time. This this is gonna be a Metal Gear Solid movie. I mean, I doubt that's gonna happen Look. after. Um, what? I told you, unless unless Wikipedia is lying, which of course it never does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he hasn't really done anything, and then they do that was three years ago. So three years ago, he King... did, a, did a Nick Offerman comedy special for Netflix, and then asked me what's him King Kong. You know what? This guy's that's the worst. <laughs> this guy's good with working with big hairy creatures. I know. There we go. That's it, boy. That's it. Close the book. We figured it out. Can we get Nick Offerman to voice Kong? Oh right, <laughs> mocap for him. <laughs> Put Nick Offerman in the monkey suit. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> have him have him break apart a cardboard city like in the original Power Rangers. Oh God, yes. A damn for that. Ooh. Speaking of cast. Yes. I, I had to convince my girlfriend to go and watch this. Yeah. Now, part of that was I'm going to watch Beauty and the Beast on Wednesday. Yay. I'm not um, watching that are shit. Are you lucky man? But, um, <laughs> I refuse to watch that shit. Legion is the beast. What? Uh, what? Right? Dan Stevens from Legion is playing the beast in Beauty and the Beast. Right? Well, he gets to be two X-Men. They are both on by Disney. We could have a beast beast crossover. Beast beast. <laughs> beast. Be, it, you know, it'd be characterised as like all lowercase beast and then like a slash and then all uppercase beast. Uh, I think you'll find it would be called beastiality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Or beast in show. Either beast either in show. show. <laughs> it's like crumbs for like all the you animal based watch heroes. The hell out of that. Cast, Michael. Cast. We the way I something. convinced. Rachel, to come and watch this movie was, I said, look at that cast list. It's full of everyone you like. And considering, again, this is a throwaway monster movie. Now, they did this with Godzilla. And they loaded it with Aaron Taylor-Johnson and um, the other Olsen twin, Elizabeth Olsen, before they were Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, they, they loaded them up there, but then they also had Brian Cranston. We know what happened there. Yeah. We, were, we were teased Brian Cranston, then very much he was taken away from us. Here, they're here for almost the duration, and it's not just three people. It's like six or seven people. You're like, oh him. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's cool. So we'll st- should we start with Hiddleston? No, we'll start with Hiddleston. Yeah, I I actually think Hiddleston was kind of lost in the shuffle. Yeah, definitely. Right. What was his story again? It was something like he was. He was a tracker. 
(laughs) He just appears in the movie, by the The, way. John Goodman knows exactly where Tom Hiddleston is. Yeah. In Vietnam. Right at the end of the Vietnam War, there's an an American walking around. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> playing pool and fucking dudes up. And what? No, but Tommy doesn't like British, so mate, but I mean, like, there is no way on earth an American would be able to walk around Vietnam freely without problems. Yeah. At the end of the Vietnam War, <laughs> he would. They would have <laughs> shot John Goodman <laughs> on site. You know, they would have blown his head off. Um, but yeah, he, him and uh, he turns up at the bar. They see Tommy doesn't beat some people up with a with a pole cue and go, that's the guy we need. <laughs> to um, fight the giant gorilla. Basically, he just brought in to be a mysterious British guy because they all think if we're not posh, we're Bear grills. Yeah. Basically, that's the two <laughs> categories of English people that you are. You're either posh, are you James Bond, or you get to be Bear grills. that's it. Um, and yeah, he doesn't really have a point in the story. No. Just to look handsome and... and Save everyone else. He doesn't that's even really re- that's his role. a gun. No, he doesn't. He does a few times, get to, but he's not the action star, no. so to speak, in the same way that Aaron Taylor Johnson was for, for Godzilla. But I think okay, it's the betterment of the movie, in that it probably didn't need a Tommy Dustin. They no. could have got they could have got Statham in to do this. They could have got somebody of a... a Statham, could yeah, you imagine? No, but I mean, like a, a lesser actor yeah. could come in. They didn't need to get Tom Hiddleston to come and do this. Because, uh, can you remember his name? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember anyone's name? I remember Samuel Jackson was was Colonel Packard. Yeah, but that's about it. I remember nobody else's name. No, this I was the movie. I, I I think during the movie I'd forgotten all the character names. I was going, okay, Hiddles is going to yeah. go with Jackson. Yeah, and, we know what's and, happening there. And Larson, and I know what's yeah. going on there. He's like Pete Postlewaite in the Lost World, Jurassic Park. Yeah, because they bring him in as the hunter guy, and then he doesn't actually have a resolved arc. Like he's clearly the bad guy. He hunts the T Rex, captures the T Rex. And then walks off and isn't in the rest of the movie. That <laughs> yeah. was Tom Hiddleston. He affected almost nothing other than basic tracking skills. And he's alive at the end of the movie. There was no great speeches. There was no great, like, proper action hero moments. If anything, Brie Larson gets more. Brie Larson does get more. There's only... And, and sh- again, she's bottom of the shuffle as well, really. Yeah, again, why get someone like Brie Larson coming off... Of, by the way, I watched Room immediately after watching Kongskull Island. Yeah. Because we were both like... Where did Brie Larson come from? And I was like, she was in Room. She was and also in Scott Pilgrim. And what? Yeah, she was in Scott Pilgrim. Who was she in Scott Pilgrim? Um, she's the fourth evil ex, I think. That. No, no, she's Envy Adams. She's Envy Adams. She is Envy Adams. Right, that's where I've seen Brie Larson before. But I mean, she's come from Room. Have you watched Room? I haven't watched Room. Oh, good God, that's a hard watch. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, this is a fun come down. <laughs> <laughs> Scooping up two hours and I'm going to watch a kidnap movie. <laughs> cool. um, so don't watch that combination of movies. Um, and she's going to be Miss Marvel, of course. She's going to be Miss Marvel. A lot of Marvel people in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of Marvel you've got, people. You've got Loki, Nick Fury, and Captain, and Captain Marvel, Marvel all in the yeah. same movie. And Doctor Doom was in this. And Obadiah Stane. Obadiah Stane was in this. Yeah. Jeff Bridges was in this. Oh, wait, no. Have you got John Goodman and Jeff Oh, Bridges? no. Oh, my movie foo. It's so weak. Oh, you're weak movie foo. We um, need to give John Goodman a Marvel role now. Right, right. John Goodman gets to do a Finn else. Why does he get to be Marvel? Um, so, Brie Larson. So, yes. again, it could have been a lesser actress. She has a great, like, big eyes face. Yes. Like, whoa. Oh, it's a big monkey. Right, like, you, you can tell that she's looking at a big monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great <laughs> praise. I hope that goes on Wikipedia. Put that on the fucking poster. Brie Larson knows that she's looking at a big monkey. Do you go to Twitch Foul Entertainment? 
Yes, right. Again, it could have been a lesser actress. They could have just got, you know, like Michael Bay just gone and got it some random woman to come and be the hot person in this movie. Yeah. She does a good job of what she gives to do, but she's not giving that much to do. But again, that service is, we're all here for Kong. Yeah, that's, I think that's the, the movie knows we're all here for Kong, but it doesn't, about halfway in, it, st- it stops pretending that it's about the humans. It starts becoming about the humans reacting yeah. to Kong, which is fine. I'm it's okay with that. Idea to Al- give these although I do want to say as a war photographer, why she didn't take that many photos. There's yeah. not a lot of her taking photos. Does but she ever take a photo of Kong? She tries to, I think. Uh, but I think then it becomes like she doesn't want everyone to know, so she kind of lobs the camera or something. I don't know. Because, you know, that makes sense. But, I mean, if if you're going to have these kind of throwaway characters, give them to good actors who can at least do something with them. You know, I mean, no one in here has a bad performance, I don't think. No, There's no definitely one I came not. at this movie thinking I didn't like them. John Goodman. Um, I really enjoyed John Goodman. He, I he, was, was, a plot, he was a plot driver. Yes. But he was good. He was good. I, I enjoy when John Goodman turns up in anything, to be honest. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the Army Guys, many various. Tommy Kebble was fine. Um, I mean, I, you know my disdain for Toby Kebble. I know, but, I know. But, but, but he was Cobra in Planet of the Apes. Let's not forget that he was I, that's terrifying the as Cobra. one thing yeah, I basically. liked him in. Yeah, he's good in Rock and Roller as well. Okay, yeah, fair I enough. I like him in Rock and Roller, but yeah. he kind of went downhill from there. Um, and everyone in the Army, right, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's really turned it on for this movie. He's <laughs> really good. Right? He wants to kill that monkey. Good God, you understand Sam Jackson wants to kill a big monkey. Sam Jackson knows when he's looking at something he wants to kill. Exactly. Hey, Mike Owen, Final He's mean mugging his way through this entire movie. It's so good. Right? I don't know why I enjoyed the cold kind of like Captain Ahab performance he was giving. He's kind of like, oh, it turns out, turns out that... Um, X character who we won't spoil has in fact died. I don't give a shit, I'm still gonna kill the monkey. Like, <laughs> it's just by about halfway through the movie, they drop all preachers and just go, Look, Sam Jackson wants the monkey dead, and that's important. That's all you need to know. And again, that could have been very cheap and very easy to do, but Sam Jackson gives that some gravitas. He's not phoning this in like he has done before. No, he believes in killing this monkey. Mo- he wants a thing deader than a doorknob. Even when everybody else, even his army people, go like, it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> He's clearly doing good on this island. We pissed him off. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Jackson's like, I am taking this down, mess this monkey down with me or I will die trying. It's really good. He's fantastic. There is one character we have left to mention. Yes. Which I feel is going to be the Marmite character. Really? I don't think people are going to be fence-sitting with this one. Right, John, really? Yeah, I, John C. Riley was ever Because in those trailers, he sticks out like a sore form. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it's a very generic monster movie trailer. And then there's John C. Riley turning up, doing John C. Riley things. Yeah. And, and I was like, is it going to work? Is it not going to work? I think it worked really well. I think well. it worked really, really well. I don't see why this would be a Marmite situation. I think once you see the movie in context, I think you realise that... that it, it, you can tell that John C. Riley clearly had all creative control over his input. I don't yeah. think he was even scripted. Nope. I think he just turned up on set and they just go, John, do your thing. And he yeah. did his thing. And it was really good. It was good. It was, it was different. That's what I like about it, is that against the backdrop of... Because we've now had so many goddamn monster movies where, where it's just... It's the military guys versus the big massive thing. Godzilla was exactly that. Was yeah. there any fun to be had in Godzilla? Brian Cranston. When he finally... No, but, but God, 
Brian Cranston was just playing a crazy person. That's true. Like, he wasn't being fun. There was no laughs to be had in the Godzilla movie. No, there was it no was laughs. a very serious po-faced movie about a giant lizard that destroys cities. <laughs> With atomic breath. Right? Whereas, I think King Kong kind of got that. It never sacrifices... This is a really good balancing act the movie does. It never really sacrifices one for the other. So it's no point a comedy. It's no point, like, really, really silly. But no point is it deadly serious. And this is a movie where, not not to spoil a lot, but a lot of silly shit happens, and yet yeah. amazingly it's pulled off really well. Yeah. There's a scene where there's um, they're going through like a bamboo-style forest, and all of a sudden it starts killing them oh. because it is spiders. It's a bamboo-legged spider. It's so good. It's so, And again, that sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. That seems great. It really is. It's fantastic. This is what I mean about, the, again, go back to the creature design. Every time one shows up, you're like, ooh, even the skull crawlers. Yeah. Which I initially thought was like, oh, they're going to be pretty disposable. And they weren't, you know, massive villains. They weren't, you know, great characters or anything. They had a cool design. Yeah, they, they did look awesome. They provided Kong with a fight. That was nice. Yeah. There's the big one. <laughs> it's like, yep, it is slightly bigger oh, than the others, so John. Well done. Yeah, John's already <laughs> doing the, the um, you know, basically he's Robin Williams in Jumanji. Yes. Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> stuff was really, really funny. And he has a nice arc. His story's his fantastic. Thing, like, right? that he drops down as enduring, well, like, World War Two. World War Two, with a Japanese pilot in tow, they fight. King Kong goes, break it up, let's break it up. <laughs> Essentially, that's <laughs> what happens. If your name's not down, you're not going to be... We're all going to laugh about this later. You're all going to be friends in the morning. You know, shake each other's hands, all right? <laughs> This is the best characterization of ever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, he tells like he's truly sad to see. But like, we meet him when when his Japanese pilot, smiling spoilers, has died. The skull crawler's got him, and he's genuinely sad that his friend had to, to had to go. And he takes his sword with him. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Like, I, I and I said to you when we saw the trailer, I was like, John C. Riley holding a samurai sword looks really stupid. <laughs> right, it just looks stupid. And then I watched it in context, like. Oh, this is so cool. Mm, it was really, really good. You're actually turning me around more into this movie than I than I thought. Like, because I, I came out thinking that was a good time, but yeah. this is a really good time. Yeah, there's not a lot to dislike here. Which is weird because the 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 critical response so far has not been overwhelmingly I good. Thought it was good. Oh no, it was good. It just like it people, wasn't like great. But like a lot of big name. Um, uh, YouTube movie reviews like for example Chris Duckman was like this movie sucks and I'm like it it really doesn't suck no. if you compare this to Godzilla tw- 2014 no. it is better in every feasible way exactly. than some every metric you want to put on these monster movies this one does it better this gives me hope this gives me serious hope for what's coming up in this verse I mean they're juggling some the, the next two movies. These two, by comparison in terms of ambition to the next two, were fairly light. Yeah. It's just King Kong smashing stuff up and Godzilla smashing stuff up. We are not going light <laughs> on the ambition for the next two. Yeah. My God, God Godzilla them. King of the Monsters and Godzilla versus King Kong. Good God. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, we'll get to that after the spoiler warning. Yeah. Um, I think it's about the worst kept secret that there's something that will give you that little through line um, in the after credit scene. Yeah, we'll t- we'll come to that later because really? you know every verse does this now. Is there anything to complain about? No, because even the soundtrack's great. I mean, the geologists are a bit annoying. Yeah, I think they're meant to be. Yeah, um, and like like um, the army dudes even had like I mean I can't remember any of the names, which is unfortunate. No. But some of them had really good characterization. Yeah. Like the, the 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 guy who's a bit dense and tries to go out with the hero's ending and it doesn't work out. Oh yeah, no, him. He was he had a few lines where I'm like, 
That's just weird. That's that's odd. He, but I, he, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying it's but compare, bad. But compare it to 2014's Godzilla, where even Aaron Taylor-Johnson does not have a character as no. such. And every one of the army guys, nameless as they may be, were distinct. They yeah. all had a shtick, yeah. which was cool. Point. Very good point. I, the, the running gag of writing the letter to Toby Kebbell's son got oh, a bit odd. Okay, that was odd. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the recurring theme would be, Dear Billy. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, mate, Billy don't care no more. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about Billy. I have Billy's gone. <laughs> really? What if Billy grows up to be Brian Cranston? Oh, damn. Because I, I genuinely thought that was going to be, like, the thing. Yeah. I don't know how you would display that in a, in a movie, but there we go. Toby Kimmel turns out to be Brian Cranston's dad. Exactly. Um, That's some time travel okay. looper yeah, the, shit the, going on there's there. There's a precedent set by the end of this movie that I need to bring up after the spoilers. Yeah. Which makes no sense going forward, but there we go. Um, I can't really think of anything like this. Like I said, the geology guy has been thrown away. Like, Captain Holt's husband from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he was <laughs> Yeah, that was um, weird. <laughs> he showed up. The, and, uh, please don't hate me for saying this, but anyone who watched the movie will agree. The token Asian character, where he's like, yeah. literally just there for China to be yeah. interested in this movie. Essentially. Not to be overly cynical about it, but I mean, did she do anything? Did nope. she get a cool line? Did she have a character? Did she have a the, the dude that she was paired up with, the geologist, even got a cool moment and she didn't. Which yeah. was which was a shame because he got had to go got to go on the um on the on the big on gun the, on the rail gun and I was, he was like ah it's just like this really nerdy dude having to go on a rail gun and it was quite brilliant but she, she got nothing she did nothing and, and again to be cynical and I, we're all for diversity but you you've got to do it where they're memorable for other than being the token character pretty much so we can say this thing I can't remember a single thing she did other than she was there yeah she she lived I guess yeah, that's a spoiler she, she made it she made it out well, well done. Um, <laughs> that's about it well that's about all we can talk about I think I can mean, we just quickly mention the soundtracks I tried to just and oh like, sorry yeah it's oh, really good God. what the fuck this has a really really good soundtrack you do a Vietnam movie you're pretty good on the soundtrack yeah you've got Jimmy true. Hendrix you've got the Greetings Clearwaters at Revival yeah you're good it's 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 where they fly in as they drop in the charges to Black Sabbath I'm like oh, oh. I was like yes ACDC's in there yeah like I was like where is Bad Moon Rising I know Fortunate Son like where's Fortunate Son though yeah I have a Vietnam movie and not have Fortunate Son. I'm pretty sure even in Forrest Gump when they go to Vietnam, Fortunate, Fortunate Son, Son is, is on the army boat. It is, yeah. You need that some somewhere. I was like, come on now, lads, we all know. <laughs> Actually, was there a Jimi Hendrix? I feel like there wasn't. I'm sure there was. Hell. Um, no, Purple Haze is in the soundtrack, isn't it? I'm sure it is. I in Purple Haze. Oh, uh, okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah... Very good use of Fred. Very good period setting. It's always fun to see Vietnam. Was yeah, it, the, the the setting is really, really interesting. It was fun to see Vietnam like um, imagery used outside of the context of the war. So seeing the Apache helicopters and and seeing the kind of military hardware of the day and sending it against the Vietnam War and using that as like the crux. In the same way that the X Men First Class used the Cuban Missile Crisis to kind of give it that real world grounding. I think. Tying it into the end of the Vietnam War was a really good idea. Yeah, it was super great. Really, really liked all of it. Um, so, oh, and the fact that, right, this is, actually, no, I'll wait for that for the spoiler alert, which I'm about oh. to give. Do you give this a hearty recommendation, Michael? Yes, it's fucking great. It's surprisingly really, really good. It's really good. We're having such a good month so far for March. I know, right? Oh, what's going to happen on Friday? Oh, God, God. No, I'm really oh, worried. I don't know what's going to happen with the Bear Rangers, but apparently it's all. Yeah, apparently it's... Said it's 7 out of 10. 
I can deal with seven eight. <laughs> yeah. Considering the, Compared to Transformers, I can deal with seven yeah, eight. Yeah, considering the the potential for a three or a two out of ten. Yeah. I'm good with seven. Seven's fine. <laughs> seven's um, above average. Spoiler alert! I really, really hope that yeah, early on they have John Goodman say that he was on a ship that was destroyed in the ocean and he don't know what did it and that's why he set up Monarch. Yeah. I hope that's Godzilla. It was that because that's what I got. I felt like they were teasing that, like Godzilla did that to his boat. Yeah, accidentally, surely, because Godzilla is a friend to man. But but that little that was like when I was first okay. This you say because we because we have seen Godzilla swimming before, like the Godzilla convoy we took this convoy. This kaiju. This kaiju. The USA. Yeah. Kaiju. <laughs> that was that was Godzilla twenty fourteen for the most part, but. You know, this is a monster verse. We can introduce more monsters. Why not Jaws? But oh, Jaws was never really a monster. Ah, uh, yeah, it's true. Shark. It's just an angry shark. But I mean, like Megalodon. I don't know. The thing is with this universe building, Kraken. Well, the Kraken was kind of there. Give us the crack. Oh yeah, true. There was that weird a giant squid um... attack Kong. That just happens. I love how that scene that was... just happens. I was saying earlier, like that makes it feel like a dangerous island. That no matter where they go, like the spider bamboo thing is not like built with like music. Music, 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 music. Yeah. Just they they turn around and the guy's impaled. He's like, oh, God, okay. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, so, that's bad. That's worse. <laughs> that's where you go, like, the bit where he goes to shoot the bird, when Terry Jackson sees like, the pterodactyl thing, yeah. there's one ugly ass bird, shoots but... the bird, and then the tree turns out, the leaves are just birds. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. That's what made this island feel really good. Oh, God, I can't remember the name of that guy, but the guy who just gets fucking shanked by the pterodactyl birds, that made me laugh so much. The, the geology he, he just gets pulled off and yeah. then just, like, by with a leg, by with a head. It reminded me a little bit of Rogue One in kind of the unceremonial deaths. Like John, John Goodman. Goodman. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Gone. His last words were, oh, shit. <laughs> people got trud on I think they didn't really make King Kong out to be all like as patron saint because he's still stepping on everybody yeah but that adds weight to what Sam Jackson's doing this is what I mean oh Sam Jackson the Lake of Napalm which would be a good book Um, (laughs) again such good scenery with with Kong stepping out of that fire yeah and Mm -hmm. and Sam Jackson just like standing up like as watching him burn like I fucking got you fucking got you monkey so so good again from a bloke who's only doing a nick off of this special (laughs) Pull that up. Good this God, he's got guy must have slept his way to the top. Good God, that beard must have some power. Oh, God. Like, Maybe it turns out he's the Mandarin. I don't fucking know. He walked in for a man with a beard that side. He must be in charge of something. <laughs> <laughs> give him give him a monkey. Where's I going with this? Yeah, incidental mentions is how you do universe building. When they're going to smack you over the head with it, like some of the universe they've tried to do, where they just, they're just they so heavy-handed with it, it's unreal. This is a really good job of balancing it out, I feel. Mm, yeah. Um, and have we got anything else you really want to mention about this movie? Can we just move on to the post credits? Um, it's just really fucking good, but I've already said that. So yeah, let's yeah. just move on to the post credit, shall we? So now I called this wrong. I thought, and I know in retrospect, this sounds really stupid. Like we were literally it's an ideal world. We would cut to like the outskirts of Skull Island and have Kong just going ah, and you'd have Godzilla come out of the water and go. Shake his fist and then go back down. <laughs> now, I th- I called this near enough right. I didn't think it was going to be... Cave paintings. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be cave paintings. I didn't think it was going to be Hiddles and Larson being kind of like incarcerated as such. Well, the, like indoctrinated into the, into the findings. I yeah. think it was really cool, much in the same way of like... 
Well, it's a universe we already knew existed, but then I wonder what these two be the characters they want to bring into it. Mm. Because that then, yeah, because no one's going to li- live to see that's Godzilla, what I'm saying, right? They they're not going to use Hiddleston and, and Brie Larson again. If we're they're be- not going to use John C. Riley again. If we are to believe that God, well, listen, we don't know when King of the Monsters is set. Oh, hang on quickly. Um, John C. Riley got out. He got to see his family. It was awesome. Was so he nice. watched baseball on TV and ate. Hot dogs and, and I'm, and uh, I'm just I'm, I was just happy. I was like, ah, yeah. That was really good. Unexpected. I was like, there's no way John C. Wiley's is making it off this island. But does he? He takes the sword with him, doesn't he? He, he, yeah, take, he takes the sword, he with him. Takes the sword Maybe home. His son is going to be Brian Cranston. Hmm. Ah, it's worth a chance. But I mean, that's the thing. We don't know when King of the Monsters is set. Maybe they're going to go right. The period really worked well here, but then that kind of screws the continuity of, the, of Godzilla only really appearing in that 2014 movie, and there'd yeah. be no trace of him beforehand. So that was a bit odd, but I liked how it was handled. Did you did you get the did you get the Muto name drop? No. They um they they said that they they weren't going to call them monsters. They were calling them some like they 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 said the acronym this, for Muto. Yeah, they said the acronym for right. Muto, and I was like, oh, they said it. They're calling him a Muto. I mean, which is shit because the Muto was the worst looking design ever. What was it? It was just a thing. It was it was like it was like you know when EA make games and the graphics get weird. Yeah. That's what Muto looked like. Yeah. Designed but, by committee. Yeah, designed by committee. But don't worry about that, Michael. Because we got three incredibly big hitters coming for the next one. We already uh, kind of knew this. Yes. We knew this several years ago, in fact. Yeah. But to actually have the brass balls to go through, we're <laughs> yeah. putting not only Rodan and not only Mothra, but King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah? All <gasps> three of them in one movie. Oh, my God. I that's, love it. That's a lot of exposition they've got to get through. Also, can I just say, possibly one of the most satisfying noises to hear out of a movie, si- like a movie sound system, is the Godzilla roar, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the way that the scene just cuts to black after showing you Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is coming, and then he just does the Godzilla roar. And I'm like, oh, it shivers down the spine. Godzilla roar. I should have shared with that. But it's great, but that is too ambitious a movie. Surely to God, it's not like the Toho days where it's just some geese in suits. They have got to figure out a way to... Well, this thing, if he does what Kong does and embraces both the, the kind of cool seriousness of the aspect and the silliness of it, much better than the previous Godzilla movie did, okay. I don't know what you're going to say, Michael, but it had 98 generated a sequel and this was the premise. I would have no worries. I'd be like, no, that movie embraced being stupid. So I could imagine a three-headed dragon, a giant moth, and a pterodactyl turning up. That's fine. <laughs> when you say it like that. You know what I mean? Po-faced Godzilla of 2014. Chubbyzilla. That, it's harder to think. Can you really imagine? I know you fought monsters already, the Muto things. But these aren't just like throwaway monsters. These are ones that have a lot of history. Whether all, they ignore that is enough. All I am saying is, is that the stars are about to align because holy shit, we're going to get an an English movie that has King Ghidorah in it. That's amazing. I fucking love King Ghidorah. One of the best monsters ever. He is. But think about it. Interesting, mon- like varied monster design is something that this movie did really well. Yeah. It was also done really well in another legend movie that contained monsters. That movie was called Pacific Rim. Oh. All I'm saying is, just, 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 we're about to get Pacific Rim 2. Yeah. We're about to get King of the Monsters. And I imagine that they'll probably consider another Kong movie. This one's gone down, it knocked Logan off the top of the box office, so mm-hmm. it's done well financially. Yeah, I mean, it's that's... not going to hold up against the 
the incoming tidal wave that is Beauty and the Beast. No. That is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But it's doing well. It's critically relevant. Yeah, exactly. Well. Compared to Godzilla, it's it's surpassed in every single yeah. way. So let's say, for example, that in this verse, we are going to get the two Godzilla movies, the Versus movie, and two Kong movies. Mm-hmm. We know that the, 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 that's two... I know that there's a very different separate timeline between Kong... And and uh, Godzilla yep. and Pacific Rim, but Jesus Christ, Darren, there is nothing I want more than post like when we've reached the peak that is Godzilla versus King Kong. How do we escalate it? We go shit. What's this giant rift we found in the ocean? It goes somewhere, and then oh, we can have Jaegers versus King Kong and Godzilla, and it will be the best thing ever, Darren. The best thing. I don't know. Yes, Michael. it has to happen. I wasn't a Pacific Rim guy. Yeah, you're the only one. Everybody else who saw that movie thought it was know, the tits. I know, I know, I know. You think, are the minority I in this situation. I think it's a Charlie Hunnam problem more than anything else. Because I rampantly hate Charlie Hunnam. Mm. I know they've got so John you don't Boyega. like Sons of Anarchy. I know they've got John Boyega. I have watched Sons of Anarchy. Not all of it, but I've got deep. Oh, um, fair enough. The point it became just EastEnders with bikers. I was like, mm. no, 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 everyone is yeah. miserable and I have no time for this. Okay? <laughs> Even Game of Thrones isn't this goddamn miserable. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, so yeah, I have a rampant Charlie Hunnam problem. Yeah. And that, that's on like King Arthur, but I'll, usually Guy Ritchie and King Arthur are like thumbs up. Oh, Charlie Hunnam's in this. Great. Back on point. Um, it just, well, listen, King Ghidorah would have been enough by himself. Yes. King, so, uh, King Adora has to be the big bad of King of the Monsters. You have to do Rodan f- early on. You have Rodan, to deal with yeah. Rodan. You can kill Rodan, that's fine. Well, Mothra's usually his friend. Yeah, Mothra's... So if you have Godzilla and Mothra versus Rodan and King Ghidorah, cool. Yeah, because then you've got two land, two Mothra's airs. That works, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like Ghidorah's should not be a... I mean, yes, oh, you know Mothra, God, Godzilla cool. can fight Ghidorah one-on-one, but he sh- I don't think he should have to. I think we need to make Ghidorah fucking huge. It needs to be a two-on-one T-Rex and Raptor versus the D-Rex situation. Mm. That's what it needs to be. We need to get rid of Rodan early on. It's like, like holy shit, there are more monsters. Kill Rodan, introduce Rodan Mothra. Rodan versus Mothra, though. Rodan versus You're Mothra. You're for that but as the semi-main. Here's what I'm going for. Godzilla and, Ro- and uh, Mothra indirectly fighting Rodan at the same time. Yeah. Them two being like, hang on, what the fuck's this? Godzilla versus Mothra, which is a draw. Yeah. Mothra versus Ghidorah, where Ghidorah wins. Right. Godzilla and Mothra versus Ghidorah, where, where Godzilla and Mothra win. That's what I want. That's some fantasy book in there, jeez. Um, well, this thing. Somebody st- give me an XT. I they can change still it. Have to save somebody <laughs> for Godzilla and King Kong. Uh, Godzilla and King Kong to fight. Because you yeah. know it's a Batman vs Superman situation. Yeah, obviously. Where they're not actually going to kill each other. They're going to fight somebody else. Why not save King Ghidorah for there? Oh, better idea. Go on. Who's the one Godzilla monster we have left? Mecha Godzilla. And there we therefore bringing Jaegers into the universe. Yep, they do Mecha Godzilla study him, and they get the technology to build the Jaegers. That oh shit, that works. Oh my god, oh, that works. I know it does annoyingly so. That works really well. Do you have to explain how Mechagodzilla comes from space? Yeah. <laughs> and he's run by, and he's run by um, kind of weird space monkeys. Yeah. Um, which are monkeys from space. Yeah. Um, but if you want to tie in the Planet of the Ace movies, I mean, there's a way to do that. Fuck, um, we, we just sorted this out. There you go. We've done it. Years of forward planning in ten minutes. Done, and that's how you do a universe. Michael Plug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Last words before I plug? I don't know. Um, 
Really like, I can't do, wait. Okay, okay, Darren. Do you think that this universe has sustainability, or do you think once we get to King Kong versus uh, Godzilla, that's it? It depends on which vision they go with. They go with the King Kong vision, yes, and they ignore what they did with that first King Kong. Fine. If first they, if Godzilla. They, if yeah, if, sorry. If they want to stick to what they did with that Godzilla movie, keep Aaron Taylor Fisher in the fold, keep it relatively serious. I don't know how you do that with King Ghidorah and Mothra and Rodan, but there we go. I don't know, but this one's giving me hope. This one was like, of all these kind of like, oh, everyone has to have a universe now. This is one where I was like, no, this can work. If they're all as good as this one, I don't know how you get a cast better than this one. Oh my God, you know what we've left out? Go we on. forgot to talk about all the cool ass fights that um, Kong gets because he gets a frigging chain whip. And it's, yeah. and it's the best thing ever. That's my favourite thing that King Kong has ever done. He rips the rudder off a giant cruiser. Like a cruise, not cruise liner, I guess, or a freight ship. Yeah. That's tied to the anchor. He swings it around like goddamn scorpion. It's the best. It's the best. It's so good. It's really fun watching him kill that skull crawl at the end. It's it's the way he just chucks it and then pulls him in. I'm like, this is the best. He's good save to kill him. (laughs) Yeah. I thought they were gonna go for the um. Yeah, I think they teased that, and I was like, whoa, no. I also like how you say Brie Larson because he's always got a soft spot for the lady. Yeah, that was cool. King Dong. King Dong. We did kind of skip over that, but I think it's just employed. Yeah. They're really, really good fights. Yeah. There is very little to criticise about this movie. I did not expect that. Why is this... This could be like a really incredibly good month for movies. Power Rangers is alright and Ghost in the Shell pulls one out. What a stellar month. I know, right? Yeah, This is crazy. Right? I'm liking you to cut your gym 2017. You had a lot to make up for. (laughs) (laughs) But there we go. It's, It's been good so far. What the hell? This is weird. All the games have been good as well. Right? Well, I'll plug that one. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be recording a quick Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild podcast, which I have completed and Michael hasn't. <laughs> because I've been playing even Horizon Zero Dawn, which is equally good. Even though we use your console and I'm using your controllers and everything else, it's me that's completed it and you have my Horizon Zero done. Yeah, which is um, fucking awesome. Have you finished it, by the way? I haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. There's fine. a lot of game in there, Darren. Oh, great. Excellent. Um, so we can do a quick review of that to find out if it is the greatest game of all time, as I foretold. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at the Goodridge and go check out ProWrestling.net for a few more weeks. Oh, whoa, what? I'm leaving. You're leaving? This is like I haven't actually said it over there, but I, I am leaving. Oh, shit. Are we breaking it? Are we breaking it? Yes. Oh, um, shit, son. Th- th- they know. The people oh, okay. that you need to know know, but yeah. I haven't put anything out there on Twitter. And I probably won't until after, after WrestleMania. Oh, mate. Yeah, I'm I feel really bad for bringing it up now. It's fine. No, it's good. Okay, it's fine. It's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good. I've not been kicked out. No, I'm I know. my own volition. Yeah, um, but yeah, there you, we go. Because you're sick of wrestling, are you, Darren? Essentially, yes. <laughs> it's finally happening. It's only a sabbatical. The Sub- plan is to go WrestleMania to the Rumble, so April to January, no wrestling. I've already got two shows booked in that. <laughs> well which done. I, which I booked before having this decision, but they will just be like, taste a little morsels. And we'll just have some time off and go back in January. Hopefully fresh-faced and ready for some wrestling action. Um, but yeah, that's some news for you. Yeah. Uh, and me, with substantially less news, um, you can go and follow me on Twitter at that Cohen, And you can also go and follow the site on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Minds, uh, and Naomi under Toy Literature. But the rest of us under Foul Entertainment, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. Uh, and of course at FoulEntertainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Popscorn, and we'll see you next time for, um, oh, what we got next? Iron Fist. Power Rangers!
Power Rangers and Iron Fist. That's coming up next. We'll oh. see you soon. Oh, what's going to happen, Michael? Oh, God. So, so worried. Bye, everybody. Bye.